Welcome to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner and more fun with Uncle Wiggily by Howard R. Garris. Today, the story I want to read to you about our kindly old gentleman rabbit is Uncle Wiggily's Big Bounce. Well, let's see what happens in this one. Once upon a time, not so many years ago, there lived in the woods an old rabbit gentleman named Uncle Wiggily Longears. His house was a hollow stump, and he called it a bungalow, to be proper-like and stylish, though Uncle Wiggily did not put on too many airs, for he had the rheumatism. And with Uncle Wiggily lived Nurse Jane Fuzzy Wuzzy, a muskrat lady who kept the hollow stump bungalow nice and tidy for him, getting his meals and dusting the piano. One day, Uncle Wiggily put on his glasses, took his red, white, and blue striped rheumatism crutch down off the birdcage, and hopped out on the front porch. "'Where are you going?' asked Nurse Jane." "'Oh, just for a little ride in my airship,' answered the bunny uncle. "'For Mr. Longears had an airship, as I have told you in another story. "'The airship was made of an old clothes basket, "'and toy circus balloons were fastened to it with strings to pull it up in the air. "'There was an umbrella to keep off the hot sun.' and an electric fan in the back of the basket, going around whizzy-izzy to push up the airship. Uncle Wiggily steered it by turning a baby carriage wheel. "'Going up in your airship, eh?' asked the muskrat lady. "'Well, don't go too far.' "'I won't,' promised Uncle Wiggily. "'I think a ride will do my rheumatism good.' and while I'm up in the air, I'll be looking around for a nice place in the country for us to spend our vacation. Oh, are we going to the country this year? Nurse Jane asked. I think so, replied Uncle Wiggily. It is some time since I've been to the country, and as spring is almost here, it'll be nice to watch the flowers blooming, to see the green leaves coming out on the trees, and hear the birdies sing. Yes, we're going to the country. But before he and Nurse Jane went there, something else happened to Uncle Wiggily, and I'm going to tell you all about it. The bunny uncle was looking at his airship and wondering if it had eaten enough talcum powder to make it slip over the clouds easily, when, all at once, a voice asked, Oh, Uncle Wiggily, may I come with you? Come with me where? The bunny uncle wanted to know. Wherever you're going in your airship, was the answer. And Mr. Longears turned to see Sammy Littletail, the boy rabbit, looking sort of hopeful-like and anxious. Will you take me with you? Why, yes, Sammy, the bunny uncle said in his jolly voice. Hop in and we'll have a little ride. I'm going to look for a place in the country where Nurse Jane and I can spend our summer vacation. Oh, I just love the country, said Sammy. So do I, spoke Uncle Wiggily. He and the bunny boy hopped onto the basket airship, and up, up they went, whizzing. Below them was the ground, with the grass just beginning to grow nice and green. That looks like the country down there, said Sammy after a bit. Look, Uncle Wiggily, 
It is the country, replied the rabbit gentleman, and see, there's a load of hay. Surely enough, down under the airship was a man sitting on a load of hay, which he was driving to market to sell. And then, all of a sudden, something went pop, pop, poppity, pop, pop, pop. My goodness me! Sakes alive and some peanut butter pancakes with the multiplication table, cried Sammy. What's that? Those are the toy balloons on my airship, answered the rabbit gentleman. The balloons have burst from the hot sun, and we're falling. Oh, dear! Can't you do anything to stop us? asked Sammy, his nose sort of trembling like a jellyfish. Not a thing, said Uncle Wiggily sadly. We must fall, Sammy, and I forgot to put the soft sofa cushions in to make it an easy spot to land on. Oh, dear! Sammy looked over the edge of the clothes basket. Then the boy rabbit cried out, Oh, Uncle Wiggily, never mind, don't be afraid. Why not? asked the bunny uncle. Why shan't I be afraid? Because we're going to fall right on that load of hay. The farmer's driving along the country road. That'll make a soft place for us to fall on. So it will, <laughs> laughed Uncle Wiggily. Now we'll be all right, Sammy. Down, down, down fell the airship with Sammy and Uncle Wiggily in it. Down, down, down. And then, all at once, they landed on top of the soft load of hay. And the farmer driving it was so surprised, he didn't know what to do. But did Uncle Wiggily stay on top of the load of hay? He did not. No sooner had the airship landed on it than it bounced up with a big bounce, taking Uncle Wiggily and little Sammy with it. Once more they were sailing through the air. Well, cried Uncle Wiggily, this is funny. Where will we land next? Sammy wanted to know. I can't tell, answered Uncle Wiggily, but we are falling down. And they were, but this time there was no soft load of hay under them, for they had bounced away from it. Oh, look, cried Sammy, once more looking over the edge of the clothes basket. There is water below us, a lake, and we're going to fall into that. Oh, I hope not, cried Uncle Wiggily, but still, I guess we are, Sammy. No, exclaimed the bunny uncle a moment later. We are going to fall on a little island in the middle of the lake. And as the island has some soft fur or evergreen trees on it, we may land in them and not be much more hurt than if we landed on a load of hay. And that is just what happened. Down went the airship with Sammy and Uncle Wiggily in it. And a moment later, it had fallen right in a bunch of soft fur trees. And neither the bunny uncle nor the rabbit boy was in the least bit hurt. And the airship was only scratched. Well, here we are. But where are we? asked Sammy as he stepped out of the clothes basket after the fall. We're on an island in the middle of the lake in the country, Uncle Wiggily said. And it seems to be fine. A beautiful place. I didn't expect to go to the country so soon, though. Yes, Sammy, went on Uncle Wiggily. We're on a country island. 
You know what an island is, don't you, Sammy? Yes, Uncle Wiggily. An island is a land in the middle of a bunch of water. Just as if I dropped a popcorn ball in the middle of the dish of cornstarch pudding. Exactly, said Uncle Wiggily. Only I don't have any popcorn ball. <laughs> Sammy laughed. Perhaps we may find one later, spoke Uncle Wiggily. Now, what do you say to camping here a little while, as long as we're on such a nice place? Shall we camp here? Oh, that would be fun, cried the rabbit boy. I'm all done at school, anyhow. That is all but the last day, and that doesn't count. So I could stay here with you. The only thing is, I ought to let my mama know where I am, or she might worry. That is right, Sammy, said Uncle Wiggily. We should never make any worries for our mamas. They have enough as it is. It was nice of you to think of that, but we can send some word to her, I think, and I'll get a message to Nurse Jane Fuzzy Wuzzy, too. Then you and I will camp on this island for a while, that is, if we can find anything to eat. For all I brought with me in the airship is some cherry pie. Oh, cherry pie, cried Sammy. That's what I love. But we must have something else besides that, went on Uncle Wiggily. We'll look around. Perhaps we can find some turnips and carrots and lettuce growing here. And while they were looking around on the island, all of a sudden along came flying Dickle Chip Chip, the sparrow boy. He can carry our messages for us, Uncle Wiggily, cried Sammy. Of course I will, exclaimed Dickie, who was very kind and polite. So Uncle Wiggily told the sparrow boy to tell Mrs. Littletail that Sammy was going to stay camping on the island for a time and that he wanted him to tell Nurse Jane Fuzzy Wuzzy, the muskrat lady, that the rabbit gentleman would likewise camp out. I'll tell him, chirped Dickie, and away he flew over the hills. Now, Sammy, said Uncle Wiggily, we must make a sort of log cabin, or else a leafy tent where we can stay while we're camping, for the airship will hardly do to live in. I think we can make a tent out of some green branches from the trees. Then we'll make a campfire and hunt for something to eat. Oh, this will be so much fun, cried Sammy, clapping his paws. Soon he and Uncle Wiggily, with their strong, gnawing teeth, had cut off many branches from a pine tree. These they stacked up in the shape of a tent, leaving a little hole down near the ground where they could go in and out. Now to hunt for something to eat, cried Uncle Wiggily, and then to make a fire to cook it. Leaving the airship in a safe place, Sammy and Uncle Wiggily went hopping along over the lake island in search of food, for they wanted to save the cherry pie for dessert. And I'm glad to say they found some wild carrots and some tame lettuce growing not far from where they had made the green tent. Now all we have to do will be to cook this and we'll have a fine meal, cried Uncle Wiggily. Oh, camping out is great fun, exclaimed Sammy, clapping his paws again because he was so glad. On the way back to the green tent, Uncle Wiggily heard a little voice crying. Oh, dear, 
Oh, what a heavy load I have. I shall never be able to get it home. Oh, dear me. Ah, someone in trouble, cried the rabbit gentleman. I must see if I cannot help them. Looking down, he saw a black ant trying to drag along a big loaf of acorn bread, which the ant was taking home for lunch. But the acorn bread was too heavy for the little creature. "'Allow me to help you,' said Uncle Wiggily politely. "'Oh, I'd be so much obliged to you, if you will,' cried the black ant. "'And perhaps some day I may be able to help you.' So Uncle Wiggily lifted the acorn bread in his strong paws and put it in the ant's house for her, and she thanked him very much. "'If I can ever help you, I will,' she said as she closed the door. <laughs> laughed Sammy Littletail, as if a little ant could ever help a big rabbit gentleman. "'Stranger things have happened,' said Uncle Wiggily, "'and you must not laugh no matter who offers to help you. Well, Uncle Wiggily and Sammy reached their green tent, built a fire, and cooked the wild carrots and the tame lettuce. Pretty soon it was night and time to go to bed. You lie down in the tent on the green boughs, Sammy, said Uncle Wiggily, and I'll sit up and watch and keep the campfire going. For if the campfire dies down, we'll be cold, and some bad animals might come and bite us but no animals will come along as long as we have a fire going. So Sammy went to sleep, and Uncle Wiggily sat by the campfire, now and then tossing on more wood to keep it blazing. But pretty soon, Uncle Wiggily himself fell asleep. The fire went out, and a bad old fox, seeing it die down, crept up closer and closer. Ha! Now for a good meal! cried the fox. There's no fire, so I'm not afraid. Well, the fox was creeping closer and closer, and he was almost up to Uncle Wiggily when, all of a sudden, the black ant, who hardly ever slept, saw what was going on. Then the ant crawled right over Uncle Wiggily's nose, and she tickled him as hard as she could, so that the rabbit gentleman awoke, and when he opened his eyes, the ant cried out, Quick, Uncle Wiggily, the fox is after you. Throw some wood on the fire and make it blaze up brightly. That will scare away the fox. I will, cried the rabbit gentleman, and he did. As soon as the wood was on, the fire blazed up and the fox was afraid and ran away, snapping his teeth and lashing his tail. But if it hadn't been for the little black ant, who had awakened Uncle Wiggily in time, I don't know what would have happened to the bunny gentleman and Sammy. Which shows you that an ant can do some good in this world, even if it's only to tickle a rabbit. And in the next story, if the postage stamp doesn't jump out of the letterbox and stick itself to the wax on the doll's nose, I'll tell you about Uncle Wiggily and the pinching bug. Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. So I'm going to keep on reading Uncle Wiggily's stories for, for a few more of my podcast. So please join me again soon in Aunt Blanche's Story Corner.